Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is radically relatable, loudly lackadaisical, and seriously sassy. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. Each week, we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more info on how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, let's hit the recap and poll results from last week's episode. Lisa, the poll results are in for our school supplies voting. Would you like to hear the results? I would love to hear the results. I'm very interested in hearing said results. Mm, Are you? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you? Uh Uh-huh. So... In the garbage showdown between my garbage of highlighters mm-hmm. and your garbage of book covers, mm-hmm. I do win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do win. Yep. Yeah, man. You really did. Like, as soon as you said that for the re- for the episode, I was like, man, they are yeah. the worst. <laughs> they really are. They really, really yeah, are. Yeah. You did good. You did good. Thank you. So then in mm-hmm. our gold showdown between my gold of pencils... Mm-hmm. And your gold of backpacks. Yeah. You do win. Okay. Okay. Whew, yep. There was a we nice are... pause there. There was a Thank nice you. dramatic pause there that I was like. Ah! <laughs> I'm trying to increase the tension. Uh, you did. You did good. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Okay. No one else is going to feel tense but you. <laughs> it's a little bit of sweaty. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Whew. Good, good, good. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Okay. So the results are in. And once again, I won garbage mm. and you won gold. Yeah, it's kind of our kind of our thing. Kind of our thing. <laughs> do you have some favorite listener comments to discuss? I do. The one that I have is from Instagram this week. It's from at the style Riley. And before he even listens to the episode was like, oh, yeah, Trapper Keeper. I was like, well, mm-hmm. obviously. So yeah. I, I appreciate that because we also felt the very same way about we the did. Trapper Keeper. Yeah. Sure so did. shout out to to him for also knowing that the Trapper Keeper is forever gold, platinum even, maybe. So. <laughs> Ooh, mm. that should be a spinoff show. <laughs> it's ours. TM. Yeah. Stay away. <laughs> What about you? What are your listener comments this week? Oh, I don't care about that. I'm planning our next show. (laughs) I don't care what people have to say. I care what I have to say. (laughs) How can I get more of my opinions out into the world? (laughs) Um, My comment is from the All Bros who shared a picture of just like all these pages full of highlighters. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like just highlight, highlight, highlight. It's not great. Yep. It's, it's not because then you're like, oh, yep, that was worthless. And you can't undo it. <laughs> no. You can't undo it. You're stuck though, forever. Though what tends to happen is uh, we talk about things and then I see yeah. those things out and they do have erasable highlighters now. Yep. They do, which is dumb. I was going to say, I, my guess is still garbage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. It's, not, it's, it's a hypothesis at the moment, but... Still garbage. Yeah. Still gonna garbage. gonna go ahead and jump to that conclusion with both mm-hmm. feet. Do not think it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yes. Yes. Well, fun. Okay. Well, with those poll results in, we will now get on to the show. All right, Lisa. The topic for today. Yeah. State fair 
foods. Yes. It's going to be that time of year when it, state fairs are happening. Totally. So yeah. do you have some state fair research for I us? I do. I do. I do. Uh, it's from Wikipedia, so you're welcome. The <laughs> history I have on the state fairs. A little fun fact to start us off with. The largest attended state fair is the Texas State Fair in Dallas. And in 2018, they had about 200,050,000 people Whoa. go to the state fair. The smallest state fair was Nevada. And 2015, they had 22,000 people go. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't even know if they have one anymore, but that's the last recorded one. And it's not great. So, that's, sorry, Nevada. That's like a small city. It is. It's not great. It's, no. It's pretty, it's pretty sad. And then also, the largest attendance at, this te- at the state fair is in Texas. But the largest average attendance per day is the Minnesota state fair. Woo! Averaging just under 200,000 people Per day. So again, if you're keeping track, that is, was that 10 times what they have in Nevada for their whole state fair? <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's not great. Maybe That's how many they get per day. But like, Nevada is hot. It's a mm, desert. Yeah. So maybe people are like, it's too hot. It's too hot to be outside. Yeah. Maybe. Nevada, move that thing to the winter. See what happens. <laughs> oh. I'm full of good ideas. You are. You were just rolling it. Proud of you. Proud of you. All right. State fairs began in the 19th century for the purpose of promoting state agriculture through competitive exhibitions of livestock and display of farm products. As the United States evolved from a predominantly agrarian to an industrial society in the 20th century and more service economy of the 21st century, modern state fairs include like carnival amusement rides and games and they have displays of industrial products, automobile racing and entertainment like musical concerts. And the first U.S. state fair ever was in New York, held in 1841 in Syracuse, and has been held annually to this year. Wow. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Yeah. And just so that our listeners are aware, we do not even have the same thoughts on the state fair. No. No. We we (laughs) tend to not have the same thoughts on a lot of things, so I don't know why you're so shocked by that. I like to attend the state fair. The introvert likes Mm. to attend the state fair. I have never been to the Minnesota State Fair, and I went to the Iowa State Fair once. Why don't you like going to the State Fair? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, it became like therapy. Um, How does that make you feel? <laughs> I'm sure it has something to do with my parents. Um, <laughs> no, I, I grew up going to county fairs. Sure. And so, like... Uh, I've done that. I yeah. don't know. Like, it just never was a thing. Yeah. County fairs are definitely more livestock driven, yeah. I feel like. A lot of... Totally. A lot of animals happening at county fairs. A lot of animals. Yeah. Um, and so, I like, I don't really like being hot <laughs> or in the sun. I mean, I think anyone who's listened to any episode yeah. knows we are not outdoorsy. We are not outdoorsy, no. I don't ride rides. Yeah. And state fair food is really... Exp- like, it just feels like an expensive... Yeah place to go yeah. where I will eat food that will make me really sick yeah. and I'll be hot yeah. or rained on. Sure. Because that is the only option. There's never right. a day where it's like, it's 75 degrees and partly cloudy. In Minnesota State Fair, there are no. sometimes. Yes, no, there's there not. Too. It's 95 degrees or it's raining and that is the only, <laughs> those are the only options. Why I love to go to the State okay, Fair. Good, please. Because of the food but also because of all just like the weird stuff. There's so much weird stuff at a state fair. I love it. I know we talked about it last time. The Minnesota State Fair has, like, the the butter carving of mm. the state fair princess. 
Right. I really like that. I think that's unique and weird. Lisa, have you heard about the internet? Because you can look up weird stuff from the comfort of your own home and you don't have to go outside. People have spent time putting together their display of the largest gourds Mm. and I am here to see it. But you could go to Instagram and search a hashtag and someone will have like (laughs) taken a picture of it. But I can see it with my face and touch it with my hands. I Do not go around touching gourds. What is what is this life you lead? It's so cool. The state fair just has so much weird stuff, and I like weird stuff. Yep. <laughs> and it has such good people watching. I do like right. that. I do like that. Uh, yes. The yeah. people watching is excellent. And I will agree, it's hot, and that's never super great. But I feel like some state fairs have a, some indoor-ish stuff, so you can kind of alternate going in yeah. and being out. There's a lot of walking. I I also feel like that kind of cuts down on the awfulness of the food you eat. But mm. I think for me, I just have this like picture of I eat something that is like fried, and then mm. I'm sick. Yeah, and like with a phobia of porta potties, where am I going to oh, go? Oh God, where yeah. am I going to go if I get sick? Yeah, as I'm walking around the fair and I'm hot, like oh it God. just like I'm nervous, sweating, thinking about it. I have never once considered. Having to vomit in a porta potty, but I can think yeah. of nothing worse than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is the worst. Yeah. I would rather puke in public with everybody watching. If, oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh huh. A hundred percent. Everybody watch me versus going into a hot enclosed porta potty. Yeah. Puking on someone else's I mean, waist. No, I'm good. I don't want to puke ever. No, 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 yeah, no. no. I don't but like I, any I will of those go options. public. I will go public yeah. before I go puke in a oh. porta potty. Oh, no. Yep. Everybody watch. Everybody get a good look. What if you puked on the butter carving? Do you think that would melt the butter? Yes. <laughs> well, it's encased, first of all. But yes, if it were, for some Again, reason, exposed. I don't go. If it were exposed and I puked on it, yes, it would melt it. And it would be so sad and I would feel awful. I won't even go near it if I'm feeling sick, I promise. I'll go outside and puke in the dirt. The Minnesota State Fair suddenly has security guards around the butter carvings. In case someone pukes on it and melts it. <laughs> we heard on a podcast they're threatening to melt this threatening i won't i said i won't yeah go okay so anyway i know you don't like state fairs anyway so tell me what is the worst what is the garbage food Mm. of the state fair of like any state fair we're going general i should clarify we're going general state fair not just minnesota but classic state fair foods Mm. our list of state fair foods today comes from tasteofhome.com and there is a bunch of recipes so you can make state fair food at your house but we we went general yes General fair food items. So my honorable mention for garbage is the free glass of milk. (laughs) Everyone is like, but you can go and get a free glass of milk. I don't want a free glass of milk. To have with your cookies. Do you really drink milk with your cookies? If they are hot, fresh chocolate chip cookies, there's nothing better than ice cold milk. I never drink milk with cookies. Oh, yeah, I do. For sure. No. For sure. I don't even eat cookie crisp. Like. Oh. Oh. That is really unfortunate for you. No. <laughs> cookie crisp is an amazing cereal. <laughs> no, I think it's fortified with iron. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a little fake iron, kids. It probably doesn't do anything. Probably not. We can put it on the box. That's right. We should um, So that's my honorable mention. That is not worth me going to the state fair to get a free glass of milk. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but my garbage choice is... Corn on the cob. Yes. So when you go to a fair, you can purchase 
a <laughs> cob full of corn <laughs> that you then walk around the fair yeah. eating. Yeah. And I don't understand. <laughs> Um, now, before y'all come after me, I do love corn on the cob. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. It is not, to me, a walking around kind of food. It's not something you want to eat in public. No. No. No, like, no, no. around thousands of strangers. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah, a yeah. Thing. It is the kind of food that you eat, like, hunched over a table. So right. that, like, it doesn't matter if things right. are falling out of your mouth. Or, right. You know, it, yeah. it's not a, like, ooh, look around and, like, I'm going to gesture with my corn on the cob <laughs> while I'm looking at the butter thing. Like, don't, no. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Because no matter how, it, like, corn on the cob is prepared, yeah. it's, it's messy. It's always messy. It's always messy. And, like, I, I just want to focus. I want to yeah. focus if I'm going to eat corn on the cob. Yeah. And, like, it gets stuck in your teeth. Yes. Very much. To the point that, like, it's not even, like, a simple, like, oh, you know, like, oh, like a little piece of spinach. No, it is, like, I need in a flosser. There. I need yeah. a flosser. Yeah. Do you carry flossers around? I do. When you... You know I do. Right. But yes. Yeah. Um, for the rest of us, normal people... <laughs> We do not carry flossers with us. And so now we have corn stuck in our teeth. And if you are people watching or you are meeting people at the state fair, because apparently that's what you do, (laughs) you cannot have big, like, pieces of corn stuck between your front teeth. It just is not going to work. That's not great. Yeah. I have a thing, too. I don't like to bite directly into things. Like, I don't bite apples. Mm. I don't like to bite corn on the I don't like to eat corn on the cob because I don't like to bite things mm. with my front teeth because I don't like getting stuff I don't yeah. I don't like the way that feels. Mm. So I already really don't eat corn on the cob very much. You so I'm certainly not doing it in public. No, I cut it off and eat it that way. <laughs> I know I'm that person. Like children do. <laughs> or the yes. elderly. Yes. Yes. With my sensitive palate. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly how I do it. So you will never see me walking around right. with corn on the cob right. ever. Ever. Yeah. To me, it is very close to, like, eating chicken wings in public. Oh, yeah. Those awful. Yeah, you would not walk around with a chicken wing. No. I mean, like, some people like, would. Well, well, you shouldn't. <laughs> Probably the people here are, like, corn on the cob in one hand and chicken wing in the other. And it's just messy all over. Because yeah. even when you're done, like, assuming that you can successfully eat the whole corn on the cob, then yeah. I still feel like it's going to be, like, on your hand, on your face. Yeah. And that's gross. And, like, corn on the cob is at its best when it is covered in butter yes. and salt. Yes. And so, like, you can't do that if you're walking around because butter is slippery and it will slide down right. your corn. So then, is it dry? Ew. Is it, like, roasted corn on the cob? Like, that's not good compared to, like, I want butter and yeah. salt. And, yeah. like, I want mm-hmm. it to be... Yeah. That's what I want. Yes. And, like, you eat it with the corn horizontal. Right. So how do you do that if you're holding onto an end of the corn of the cob so then it becomes vertical? So how do you do it? Do you turn the corn yeah. or do you turn your head? I have a lot of questions about too. how you do this. I do too. Having never eaten it, I can't answer Yeah. So and I don't go to the state fair so I don't even ever see people eat it. <laughs> we'll look up YouTube videos and we're done. <laughs> people eating corn on yes. the cob in public. <laughs> be so great <laughs> see that's a hashtag and then you you then you watch weird things on and the internet have to leave the house. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so we love corn don't come after yeah. us corn industry we yeah. love corn big fan big big i love corn on the cob mm. eating at my house mm-hmm. away from people yeah 
I'm not going to try to impress a stranger with eating corn on the cob. It's like eating spaghetti. You don't eat spaghetti with brand new people that you know. You you eat spaghetti with, like, people who know you. Established friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same with corn on the cob. You got to eat it with the people who who you already know love you. That is a good garbage gold topic for the future. (laughs) Foods to eat in public. (laughs) Or, like, foods to eat with strangers. Spaghetti and corn of the cob are garbage foods to right. eat with people you just met. Gold food to eat with people you just met? Nothing. Don't eat with people you just met. <laughs> a piece of gum. <laughs> Maybe a mint. Maybe. Maybe. So corn on the cob, we love you. It is not a good fair food. Fair. And it's not special. Like no, it's, it's not really a not. special like, no. ooh, because if you really want to, mm-hmm. you can make corn on the cob at your house really and then easy. go outside and hold it. Yeah. And eat it, <laughs> and eat it out there. Yeah. It's not hard to. to make. It's not hard no. to acquire. No. Yeah. People do it all the time. Yeah, it's quite easy. Yeah. It's weird when you agree with me sometimes. <laughs> I don't have any contentions with it. I think corn on the cob is a terrible state fear food. Mm. Mine's worse, but it's fine. Okay, so you've alluded to it. Yeah. Lisa, what is your garbage state fair food? My garbage state fair food are caramel apples slash candy apples. Mm. So the whole... Sugar on apple family is garbage. <laughs> All of it is bad. <laughs> so a distinction between them. Mm-hmm. Caramel apples are obviously apples covered in caramel. And as soon as you put more than just caramel on them, they're considered taffy apples, I guess. So if it's caramel and peanuts, then mm. it's a taffy apple. Oh. I've never heard someone call it a taffy apple, but the internet tells me otherwise. So fine. Uh, candy apples or toffee apples are a little different in that their candy coating is heated to like the hard crack phase so it's like a super hard shell right yeah oh i don't like that no it's all awful so me me and the american dentistry association do not like (laughs) that right right so all the garbage is wrapped up in one here caramel apple taffy apple candy apple toffee apple (laughs) those are all garbages i don't like any of them Uh, they're all garbage so the History of the candy apple and caramel apple. I have research from gmpopcorn.com. The candy apple was founded in Newark, New Jersey. Candy maker William W. Cobb is said to have invented it in 1908. Apparently, he first combined candy and apples when he was experimenting with red cinnamon candy he was selling for Christmas. He decided to just dip some apples in the red cinnamon mixture and put them in a shop window for sale at five cents each. And mm. soon they, and then they're sold in the Jersey Shore and circuses and candy shops, or whatever. So I guess a candy apple is actually cinnamon. Ooh, yeah. So apple and cinnamon is good, but a right. hard cinnamon sugar on top of an apple, not great. Mm, no, no. And then history of the caramel apple. They were invented many, many, many years later by the <laughs> in the 1950s by whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, by Kraft Foods employee. Dan Walker. And like candy apples, caramel apples invention was just kind of a random experiment with holiday candy. They had leftover caramel, Mm. and so he just melted it down and added apples. And that's how they were invented. (laughs) I will say... Oh, no. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. (laughs) I want to hear all the 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 history. Oh, that's that's it for my history. Okay. I don't have any other history for it. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, the reason why caramel apples slash candy apples are garbage... They are difficult and awkward to eat. Mm-hmm. They, again, because I have this thing, I don't like to bite into things. I don't like to bite into an apple. I like to eat my apples in small slices or whatever. Yeah. Because it's just awkward. Right. It is so awkward. Have you ever made, like, eye contact with someone trying to eat something like that on a stick? No, it's very weird. It's it, very yeah, weird. Yeah, it feels very bobbly. Like, it is. Whoa, it is very awkward. It yes, yeah. yes. 
they hurt your mouth, especially if it's that hard crack candy. That's going to hurt your teeth, and you're really going to have to give it a good bite. Even if it's just caramel, I yeah. feel like it's just too much, like it's just going to hurt doing it. Like, is it is it just like TV that taught us that biting into a candy apple or caramel apple or whatever, that your teeth fall out? Like, I feel like it's a thing where it's like, a kid with a loose tooth eats a caramel apple, right. and then the tooth comes out. Well, it may as well. Yeah, because dentists yeah. don't like that. They don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. No, you are right. Yeah. Um, also, after you eat the caramel or the candy, you don't want the apple. No. We all know what you're here for. You're right. here for the caramel. You're here for the outside. That's the good part. Yeah. Apples are fine. Candy is fine. Yeah. Combined, they are not something I'm interested in. Now, I will say, apple slices with caramel dipping yes. sauce? Yes. Here for that all day. That is a sauce, though. And so it's a different consistency. Mm, okay. Yeah. So that's where I'm okay with that. All right. Because it doesn't have that same, like, caramel... Is just a really, really chewy, gummy, whatever. And then you've got the apple that you can chew and eat pretty quickly. Right. And the caramel still happening in your yeah. mouth while okay, that's good going point. on. Good point. Caramel sauce, yeah, is lighter, easier mm-hmm. to, to go with it. And I feel like they do pair really well. Right. And caramel apples and candy apples are never as good as you think they're going to be, ever. Yeah. They're beautiful to look at. A candy apple is yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. A caramel apple is beautiful. If Even if you get it and slice it, which you're not going to do at the state fair, you're going to eat it on a stick. No. So if you buy one at like the Rocky Mountain Candy Company or whatever that place is and you slice it up, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you slice it up and you eat like, you know, slices of it that way. Like it's a little more acceptable. It's still not Mm. great because it's still hard to chew and it's like you're chewing forever on it. Right. But that's not what you're doing with a state fair candy or toffee apple. You're eating it on a stick and it's awful. Do people actually eat them at the state fair? I've seen them. Yeah. They sell them. It's a fair food. They sell them. (laughs) Do people eat them at the fair? Or do they buy them because they're like, oh, look how pretty. And then they take them home and eat them. I've seen people eating caramel apples. I won't say I've seen people eating candy apples. Mm. Caramel, yes. Or taffy apples, which is like the caramel with the peanuts or whatever. Right. Yes. Ooh. Yes. So to me, candy apples and caramel apples, they're a hope covering up a disappointment. Yeah. Because you think they're going to be great and they're just really not. They're yeah. pretty. Yeah. They're not worth your time. Yeah. They're not good for your, for your teeth or your no. face. Yeah, because they get all, yes. like, the caramel gets all over. It's it like on your nose, it's on your chin, it's like right. down on your shirt. Yes. Like it's, you cannot open your mouth and eat it properly enough no. to not be awkward with and it. And then you just like gnaw like sideways oh God, to I try to it. get it started. I yeah. hate it. Nope. 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 That's nope. a good choice. So bad. Thank yeah. you. Thank yep. you. They are garbage. It, they are garbage. Yes. And if we do a Halloween candy treat episode, yeah. this could also be your garbage again. Might come back. <laughs> Might come back. Lisa's getting lazy with the research. (laughs) (laughs) Unless we just did, like, the garbage and gold of trick-or-treating, and then my garbage would be people that give you toothbrushes. Uh, spoiler alert. (laughs) Or, like, nickels. (laughs) Or pencils. Unsharpened pencils. Get out of here. I hate it. I hate it. It's so dumb. (laughs) All right. So that's our garbage of State Fair Foods. And, uh, apparently, a sneak peek at our Halloween episode. (laughs) I just thought about how much I hate that. Hold on to your hats, folks. <laughs> October's right around the corner. Woo! All right. What is, if you had to go to the state fair mm-hmm. <laughs> and you had to get a food <laughs> and it was really good, what would it yeah. be? What's your gold state fair food? Mm, so my honorable mention is cheese curds. Oh. It was my initial choice. Yeah. But I do feel like cheese curds are now something that you can get almost anywhere. Right. Restaurants serve them. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. They're not special enough right. to be just fair food. Mm-hmm. So my choice is 
fried candy bars. Ooh, really good. On a stick. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. So, fried candy bars. And specifically, I'm going to give you the um, <laughs> the health information about the Perfect. deep fried Snickers bar. Yes. Yeah. I'm um, for it. But deep fried candy bars were actually invented in Scotland. In oh. And this is where, uh, so my research comes from Thrillist.com and Wikipedia. And so there's some, mm-hmm. there's some debate. Ooh. Wikipedia says they were invented in 1992. Oh. Thrillist says 1995. Okay. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> but still relatively right. recent. Okay. Right. Super recent. So apparently it was invented in like a fish and chips shop in mm. Scotland. Okay. That rumors are swirling that like it was like a bet between the owner and his friend or yeah. whatever. Anyway, so they started deep frying Mars bars. Yeah. In their shop and selling them and then pretty soon it like caught on everywhere. Yeah. And so like there are they call them chip shops in Scotland and the UK um and probably Ireland. I don't know. Yeah. I- <laughs> Send me there, listeners, and I'll do some research. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But they, some places sell up to 300 deep fried Mars bars a day. Wow. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So they're super popular with children. And in 2004, deep fried candy bars came to America when Jay Leno mentioned them on The Tonight Show. Oh, look at you, Jay, doing things. I know. I know. So now, America's like, let's batter up and (laughs) deep fry our candy bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we are America. That's what what we do here. What do we love the most? Deep frying things. (laughs) So, a deep fried Snickers bar for a five ounce bar, and this is according to the My Fitness Pal um, like app. Okay, a five ounce candy bar, which is that is that normal size or is that like fun size? I think it's be- I think it's bigger than fun size. I would guess okay. it's not. I would say a fun size is probably an ounce. So okay. I would say it's probably right. full size. So a five ounce deep fried Snickers bar has four hundred and forty calories. Okay, that is. Maybe a fifth of your daily caloric yeah. intake. Yeah, yeah. And oh god. Twenty-nine grams oh, of fat. That's many. That's I don't even know. That's too many. That's many. I think you're supposed to have like what, thirty? I have no idea. Yeah. But that's many. That's a lot of salad you're gonna have to eat the rest of the day <laughs> <laughs> to make up for your deep, deep fried, fried Snickers bar. Snickers. Um yeah, so they're super unhealthy, but mm-hmm. Like, they are just quintessentially fair. Food. They are. Those are not something you're going to make at your house. Right. Because you shouldn't. They are so bad for you. Right. You shouldn't learn how to make them. Right. Please don't. Yeah. Like, don't be like, oh, yeah, I can make deep fried. Don't Look do the that. fry daddy. Please yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah. They are so bad for you. In 2012, and this is according to GrubStreet.com, Mars Incorporated actually contacted the original chip shop and asked them to put up a disclaimer, basically, that Mars oh does not endorse a deep-fried <laughs> Mars bar, and that it is not part of a healthy diet. Oh, okay, cool. Good yeah. to know. So Mars is like, oh, please we, don't. This please is don't. not our yeah. idea. We don't please, know her. Please, please. <laughs> but here's the reason why they're gold. They are the quintessential state fair food. They're so yummy. And you don't want to eat them every day. Right. But if you're going to go to the state fair and you're already going to be sick in the porta potty anyway. Oh my God. You might as well. 
get the deep fried candy bar and just live, live your best life. Live it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Lisa. Let's hear your gold state fair food. Yes. My gold state fair food, also fried, mm. also unhealthy, <laughs> also <Amen>. covered in powdered <laughs> sugar. Funnel cakes. That is state fair fair. in a basket. Uh, My research also comes from the same Thrillist article. It's a history on state fair foods. The funnel cakes actually originated in England somewhere between 1200 and 1400 common era. Mm. How about that? So they go back quite a ways. Uh, Who's more up to date on (laughs) what the latest hip thing is? I'm going old school classic here. (laughs) The fun time carnival treat was ironically invented during a time when very few people actually had fun or knew what it was. This is from the article. It's so good. It's like this this writer is so fantastic. Um, Anglo-Norman cooking manuscripts started making mentions of a sourdough version of a funnel cake sometime in the Middle Ages. They were cakes drizzled with sugar syrup and salt, which proves the makers had a sophisticated palate, even in a time when indoor plumbing didn't exist. Sourdough? I feel like that is that sounds it's, terrible. Well, because it's got like that little bit of sharpness to it with the sh- with the sugar and the salt, so it's got a good complex yeah, flavor I don't, profile. I don't want that to be. I no. don't want a sourdough base on that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, the funnel cake eventually made its way to America by way of the Pennsylvania Dutch before Woo. overtaking state fairs like a delicious virus. Is <laughs> <laughs> also from the article. So well done, Thrillist. <laughs> you nailed it. Um, the recipe. For making a funnel Ooh. cake. Yeah. I'm going to crack the code here. Eggs, <laughs> milk, water, vanilla, flour, sugar, baking powder, salt, oil, and powdered sugar. So it's L- very... Lots and lots of oil. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what you do is you mix all the things besides the oil and the powdered sugar. So you mix it all and you put it in a funnel spout, which is where I got the name funnel cake. So you put it in a funnel spout, cover the spout with your finger, ladle half a cup of the batter into the funnel holding the funnel several inches above the oil. Then you release your finger and you move the the funnel in a spiral motion until all the batter is gone. And then you fry it in the oil on both sides for a couple minutes each. And then you pop it out, sprinkle it in powdered sugar or whatever topping you desire, and then you Mm. put it in your mouth hole because Mm. it's delicious. (laughs) Please don't say mouth hole. (laughs) You talked about picking in a porta potty I'm going to say mouth hole. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) So why a funnel cake is gold? Much like yours, it's so classically a state fair food or a county Mm. fair food or whatever. It's fair food and it's delicious. Even though the recipe for making a funnel cake at home is relatively easy, you're not going to. You're not. You shouldn't. Please don't. Please don't. But it's also like, you're just not going to. No one's going to make that at home. Right. And you can smell it from a mile away. When you get to the fair, you can smell the funnel cake immediately when you walk in and you're like, I want that. Mm. It's so fragrant. It just carries all throughout. It smells delicious. You love it. It's also got a good blended texture, so it's crunchy and soft. It's sweet and a little savory with the salt and oil. You can eat it by yourself, or you can share it with someone. It's got a good variety of, of ways to have it. Right. So that's nice. You can also class it up or just eat it at is, as is, because I know at different amusement parks they have the funnel cake, and you can get Nutella, you can get whipped cream, you can get berries, whatever. Or you can just go classic with just the powdered sugar mm-hmm. on it. So it's a staple and a classic for a reason because it's so amazing. It's like when you get like a fresh donut or something like that, like that fresh hot batter that's mm. sugary and like still kind of melty because it's so hot. Oh my God, it's so good. So good. Yeah. And see, what I was going to say is I think I would prefer 
to have a donut, which is similar in its preparation, mm-hmm. but it's a little more like doughy on the inside. Oh, and see, I like the airiness of a mm. funnel cake. It feels like too much oil for me. Mm. Mm. Um, it's still like it is quintessentially fair. Yeah, I'm like. Mm. It yeah. does feel like I'm right away going to be puking in the porta potty. <laughs> Never. Whereas a donut, I'm like, maybe I've just like worked up to like I can sure. eat donuts. I can handle donuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, a fresh hot donut is amazing, but yeah, there's something about that texture, the crispiness, the lightness, the fluffiness, all that with a funnel cake that's just mm. so good and so state fair. Yeah, it's so or state fair. any fair or any fair. Yeah, or any festival. They are quite popular. Like a virus, <laughs> I have heard from yeah. that Thrillist article. So are they quintessentially fair food, or are they quintessentially eaten outside food? No, I think that they're at fairs, because you have to have the the little booth to make them. You don't have to have a booth to make a funnel cake. You found a recipe to make them at home. Well, yeah, but you won't, because that's sad and weird. <laughs> you will, apparently. <laughs> Just because it's on the internet doesn't mean that people do it. <laughs> Here's my recommendation. Look up these recipes at home. Make these fair no, foods yourself. Please don't. Please and just stay don't. home. Please don't. No. Just stay home. Don't Deep make- fry candy bars. Make the funnel cakes. Don't make corn on the cob or candy apples. Yeah. And just stay home. Yeah. I mean, I like staying home. I'm with you there. But I'm going to go have a funnel cake. I'm going to turn I'm gonna turn all state fairs to the Nevada <laughs> state fairs. <laughs> They're all just going to wither away and die. <laughs> because of me. Because of you. It's too hot anyway. Just stay home. Yeah. Yeah, there's weirdos at the fair. <laughs> Don't go. People puking in porta-potties. Probably. Oh my god. I, seriously, that makes me queasy thinking about it. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's my gold. I don't want to talk about porta-potties anymore. <laughs> I'm done talking about porta-potties. I'm never done talking oh, about porta-potties. Great. Great, great, great. <laughs> Okay, Lindsay, hit us with the recap and tell the listeners how to vote. You guys can go and vote for our garbage options, my garbage option of corn on the cob, or Lisa's garbage option of caramel apples or candy apples or taffy apples. She can't even decide what they're called. All of them. They're all variants of the same garbage food. (laughs) Using the hashtags Lindsay garbage or Lisa garbage. And you can vote for our gold options, my gold option of the deep fried candy bar or Lisa's gold option of the funnel cake using the hashtags Lindsay gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram or Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Yeah, you should do that because we love to hear what you guys think. We love chatting with you about your choices and get up in our feeds. Tell us your feels about state fairs, about state fair foods, Mm. about all the things. Tell us them. We want to hear it. Right. So we will share those poll results and our favorite listener comments on our next episode. And maybe, like, we should, you should do a meetup at the fair. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. No, you wouldn't. I would. You'd have to make new friends. Oh, I don't like making new friends. I love going to the fair, though. So, so, so if you guys see Lisa at the fair, wave at her and do from, not from engage. From far away. Yeah, from far away. Thank you. <laughs> That'll be fine. You can just at me. It's fine. <laughs> and if you haven't already done so, if you could head on over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe, we would sure appreciate that. And... Tell your friends about us. Yeah. Tell your friends about how amazing we are. Obviously. And how much, like, you love us. Yes, Because please. it's obviously true. Yes. And your clearly. friends need to know about it. Yeah. And then you and your friends should join us next week when we deliberate the garbage and gold of 
movie sequels. Yes, 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 yes. Specifically, the second movie. Correct. So don't come at us with trilogies or yes. Rocky Seven. Is there a Rocky Seven? No. I think it's only five. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's Six. also like the the new ones, like yeah. Creed or whatever, but yeah. you're like Rocky Family. But anyway, okay. Yeah, we are only doing the second movie. Right. The follow-up to the first. Yes, correct. All movies, any genre. Yeah. As long as it's the sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of movies to watch. We have a lot of movies to Google. There's Because that's all that's in movie theaters now, is sequels or reimaginings. So we've got major lists to go through. We do. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be a lot of garbage. I do feel like there's going to be a lot of garbage. I wonder if Jeremy Renner's in any sequels. <laughs> Anything Jeremy Renner is in, that's yeah. the second of a thing. <laughs> this is probably going to be it. <laughs> I would also like to note, Lindsay and I went to dinner last night, and there was a Jeremy Renner Jeep commercial on that was pointed out to her every time it came on. And, and it, it came wonderful. on a lot. It did come on quite a few times. Yeah. And I almost <laughs> threw my wings at it. But I didn't, because I'm a grown-up. <laughs> It was just in your heart. <laughs> and, of course, it's only on the TV that I am, like, directly facing. Obviously. Yeah. There's Obviously. no runners behind me. It's always right in my face. Runners in the front. His yeah. face and my face. And that's not my favorite of the faces. <laughs> not the, the face, face situation. It's not the face I want It's in my not face. the face I want in my face. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. I'm excited for movie sequels. It'll be good. Yeah. It'll, It'll be, be great. Good. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.